This episode of Elite Music Radio is brought to you by the great folks over at Castbox FM, a startup company that provides global audiences the best fit audio, making your podcast not only more accessible, but can help expand your listenership. Um, the main thing I like about Castbox FM is that the app is super easy to use and that it gives podcasts the push they need, making them more discoverable in different markets. Um, Castbox FM is also currently featured in over 135 countries by the great folks at Google Play. So with that said, make sure you head over to Castbox FM online or through your mobile devices. That's C-A-S-T-B-O-X dot F-M. Be sure to check it out. Once again, that's C-A-S-T-B-O-X dot F-M. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'd like to welcome you guys back to Elite Music Radio. This is season two, episode number two. Hopefully everybody has a wonderful weekend. It's Monday, of course, so it's back to the work week for <laughs> for a lot of you guys. So hopefully you enjoyed your weekend to the fullest, but now it's grand time. It's time to get back to the money. For this episode of the show, I sat down with a great friend of mine. It goes by the name of Chris, but his alias is Sosa412. He's working on a new project, and I'm more than excited to hear this project because he's been telling me a lot of the producers he's working with. One of them being a producer who I fuck with constantly on this show. It goes by the name of Waven Lane, great friend of mine. His production is absolutely incredible. So, like I said, I'm more than excited to hear this project. All along, along with the interview, of course, we want to bless you guys with a dope mix. A couple few t- few new tunes that I've been feeling, along, as well as a couple, you know, I want to call them throwback tunes. But they've been out there for a while, but that doesn't really matter because great music never ages. So with that said, we're going to get into the show, kick things off with the, with a great mix, and then we're going to bless you guys with the interview. So let's, let's get into it. This is Elite Music Radio, Season 2, Episode Number 2. Valentine Ghost, Javoti, D Block. Yeah. Soul search that the soul work came from the light, but I dove in the black hole first. First, C C B B. If I would, if I would allow, allow. Soul search that the soul work came from the light, but I dove in the black hole first. True MC, ride the beat like it's a chauffeur. Ask if I would ever sell out. I told you no sir, no man. It's the story of my life, I've been trying to get it right I've been through some things, yeah, I've been trying to change, yeah I won't be the same, yeah, I will not remain here Still I'm so searching Yo, 
It's only righteous that I start with myself first. I'm golden, but I'm strolling, soul searching for self-worth. Golden child. Ain't too religious, you barely see me at church time to church line. I don't follow niggas, only my first man. Intricate in what I implement. I show you with the same, but at the same time different. I know it's time to move around when bitches get to sniffling. Fucking with a nigga and he keeps my pussy whistling. I pray for discernment and more days to give me time to prove I've deported my old ways. I listen to the spirit and I speak last. God be moving interference that I couldn't see past. Yo, me and the most have gotten closer. Walking blindly in my faith, I'm being led by the ghost. Yeah, I'm claiming that I get this cash on. I'm spitting hot shit like smoke is coming from the bathroom. A woman with heart, a woman with soul, a woman inclined, a woman with goals, a woman who knows it's who I am and I remain at. Paying dues and I ain't waiting around to get my change back. Say it loud and proud. Holy love around me and all my music lovers. Shout out to the ones who found me. Fuck the critics that doubt me. Bless the people without me. All of my exes want me back. Go ask the niggas about me.
got your life jackets on. This shit, wow. Make them surf, man. Niggas talking about smoke, that's my first name. Try and pull up in the ghost with my coke gang. So, trying to pull up in the boat with the whole gang. Whole poke, get no names, no shame. I don't know you, nigga, but your host thing. Might know a few niggas that'll blow a fuse, nigga. I'm the new cool nigga, how I'm so changed. Mostly surrounded with goals, hit them in gold. Probably get wasted them all. I don't care much for a foe. If you didn't know, I won't be faced with them products. Drink me with red and gold. Turn on the stove and watch how I make all this product. Hit them with ten in a row and pour some rolls and laugh. Trade me with glitter and gold, turn on the stove and watch how I make all this product. Hit them with ten in a row and pour some rolls and laugh at them hating for fun. Ain't no chemistry, you got to go. Shifting they summers and packing up Stacking two dead more than you did, yeah You should probably get a new gig, yeah I should send the shit to who, kid This a alley-oop, I'm a noob with my arm in the hoop, yeah They show energy up at the door, oh, oh They told me ain't no chemistry, you got to go, oh, oh They told me why you think they call me dough, oh, oh They told me why you think this shit so cold, oh, oh They told me way runners Bathroom stop. Leave 
I'm chosen when I'm on them rap tours. Shit moving like it's the Rosen. Way too many times that I shouldn't have kept composure. Seen too many negatives not to get the exposure. Told you from the start, I planted the seed and rolling. It's ironic how the garden is finally blooming roses. Boo boo, turn up your noses. Too busy switching sides, I know that the people notice. Smiling in the presence of niggas that did you bogus. Only let me know the camera has always been out of focus. Okay, okay, it's like I get it, but still, could never relate to fake because I'm in. For real, they told me go in the house, nigga. I've been in the field. Cause if we judging by the news, it's either kill or be killed, right? You either fall or you build, right? You either dealt or you deal, right? Making excuses for all that corny behavior. That made me tell them they can keep the favors. Just trying to make them aware of something they should be scared of. You always gotta stay a step ahead of. To any and everyone that I'm wrong, just know I came to correct it. Sleeves off the jacket, don't tell me I ain't invested. Nah. To my brother Rashawn, he said the snakes is heavy, gotta cover the lawn. And usually I never more to pay somebody to do it. I'm finding they don't go low enough. In this game, you could never owe enough. They always showing out, I'm always showing up. Yeah, you know, season ticket holder stuff. Team O'Hare, yeah, they know what's up. Trust. Thank God for the vision. Thank God for the moment. Thank God that I'm living. It's funny how I got my name off the plane. I'm the furthest thing from it, so I trippin' ain't the same. No. Views from the shy. You wanted, you found us. Party on the roof. Get a drink on the house, and it's been a good game. Shout out to the blouses. They never let us in. Always fuck up the
Way too comfortable, I get way too close You know I ain't like most, space goes coast to coast When I'm up to bat, I give you Sammy Sos Where your panties go, where that animal Wait a minute, just hold up I remember the old us If you gon' play games, then I'm gon' play games But I won't pass the controller Yeah what these bitches want from a nigga? Feeling like DMX, seeing text, you were on my dick like a BMX. Showed you a little bit of love, now you got a big head, you a cheap pet. Can't forget you being wet. You know a nigga treat you right. You know I get that pussy like. Take off that blouse, mouth to mouth resuscitation. How you gonna forget about the EMS? I just had to leave Rhode Island in order to become the man that I am. Did you ever think about how you did me? I was homeless, saw so how perfect the timing. Women didn't get me back in my city. Now all this wet around me, I am Poseidon. Pamper bitches having babies, me pampers. What's we'll that a Debbie Daddy? He should supply him. I'm on my own. Y'all wear friends like a wedding ring. I hope you know this changes everything. Left me for this, all my SOS But it's too late, I'm gone Love me, you say you love me But you don't call me Do not call me On my phone, burning Bridges burning When it runs stronger I've been stronger On my own
to the A King, driving while black. Let's get it. First driving while black, then I hit you with another uh. Play haters, gon' retire my number. Instigators, they's they y'all y'all business. Instagram, I hardly post any pictures. Yo, I like this. Play haters, gon' retire my number. Instigators, they be y'all in my business. Instagram, I hardly post any pictures. Yo, I like to stay ducked off in that Ford truck with the roof off. Last living rock star. Anything I drop on ya, be similar to Pearl Harbor. No similes, cause there's none like them. No remedy for them, they can't cure them, can't mourn them. I'm going Live forever, yo. This is big in the Gucci sweater, mixed with Future in the Gucci sandal. Yo, we done built this from the ground up. This here can never be dismantled. Revolutions never televised on your channel. Gave y'all loaded ammo over classic A King samples. Y'all just candles, low flames to my shining. When I get right as block, I'm Jack Nick in the shining real quick. Dim your limelight, had to get my mind right. Driving wild black, shoulda got five mics. Still y'all slept on. Though my flow. Is never stepped on right handed, giving layups with my left arm. Too easy. I could probably sell a blank CD. You can't join the ranks with me. No limits. Might pull up in the tank. This is Kobe with the number eight. My dog told me kill the whole summer. Son of Sam. Y'all ain't going nowhere like y'all doing a running man. Me, I'm like Cunningham, and he's so cunning, fam. Young bull in his 20s and old heads looking up to him. A one of one, not a one of them. Uh, held you down in the winter. I got you for the summer too Rose petals, anytime I'm coming through Cut the strings off your pedal turn Rap the heavy metal, yo, it's J to the letter O R-D-A-N If you need to hear once more, I spell it again I dropped two projects this year Y'all welcome again Yo, we done came a long way from Section 8 Cause now the boy got the juice like Welch's grape Holler <laughs> Never go away to put niggas do 
one is Satan Stack them out on the paper This rapping, I've been the greatest And yeah, I should've made it But life is getting too crazy I swear this shit is amazing Listening to the army A few years after my baby Shipping out of the country They dropping bombs on the bases I'm praying to God I'm making them Tired as hot as hell The man I'd rather be making them Songs out of my basement <laughs> Bouncing in the caddy Tell me that you seen Henny in the jack Got your man lean Two fifteens Hit me for you see me Rolling like a stone I'm a black Look, beat Yeah Keep it moving Never see the red light Real light All my niggas Dicked to the fast life Fast life Can't pay for never looking What's going on, everybody? Um, this is Elite Conversation, um, the first actual episode of the show. Um, right now, I'm sitting out with my man, Chris, Chris Elton. Um, goes by the name of Sosa412. What's going on, Bertie, bro? What's good, man? I'm chilling. Just on um, the grind, you know. All right. <laughs> um, well, we, really, we haven't really had no much conversation. I know you wanted to hold a lot of stuff from when we started doing the podcast. So, yeah. um, But you know I mean? You my mans, but I got to get at you for it. You are, uh, you're a Patriots fan. <laughs> That's first and foremost. I mean, you're still my man, but you're a Patriots fan, so I got to give you some type of hell for that. It's all um, good. It's but, all um, good. Getting into it, man. Uh, break down your background, man. How did you first get into um, um, doing rap? I've been, I've been an avid listener, just a fan of music, period, since I was like the age of five and six. Like Me and my man used to be on the porch with the bandies on. That's right around the time uh, Master P was popping with the No Limit shit okay. you know, all all right. around that time. So... It's like from there all the way up to like my, the age of 13 when my homie Damon was like beating with the pencils and shit. Okay. And, you know, I just I just always was good at writing. Writing always been my strong point. That's the only thing I enjoyed about school. Never was a school guy. Nothing against people that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but at school right. wasn't never really for me. But I did learn lessons while I was in, was in there. And writing was one of my strong points. Like poetry. I was I was the I was the kid that if we was doing a PSSA, you remember we used to take them state tests yeah, and shit. Yeah, 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 right. I was the nigga exactly. that had to had to write, you know, five pages and shit. I always been in the writing, so right. it all come naturally. So from from five all the way up to thirteen to like seventeen from when I first hopped in the studio and got to work, it's like it's for the last like I could say six years of my life, like I've been, you know, musically inclined, like really just trying to get my stuff together and uh I'm going into my fifth year. It will be it will be five years this year that I Start taking music seriously. Right. So, you know, it's, it's it's been a long journey. It's a long, hard journey. A lot of the, you know, trials and tribulations. But I'm just glad in 2017 to be where I'm at as an artist. All right, man. All right. Um, well, like, who was some of the uh, who was some of the artists you think? Well, you say like, um, first inspired you? Like, um, this it could be past, it could be past, present. Well, who first? Well, first, let me take it back. Who first inspired you when you first got it? When you first decided to get into rap? The first time I got into rap. I can actually say the first hip hop album I ever listened to was Reasonable Doubt. Okay. My man back I in my hope. man, I had my one of my homies back in third grade. We used to be. I was in the music period because my cousin Mario, when I was young, he always had a CD collection. You remember people used to have the books full of yeah, CDs. Yeah, yeah, I got one of them books <laughs> over there. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of these youngins, they right. don't. I'm, I'm nah. young myself, but a lot of them don't know what it. We ain't used to have iTunes. You used to have to go to the store and buy the CDs and right. you know really just get your music collection that way. So you know, I always you don't never don't never know what you had to you have to put take them off the case, put them in the zip. <laughs> Put it in your CD and then player. Take them out one by one, or then you got hip and start doing mixes. So you yeah. have to keep pulling out a million CDs. I don't never know about that. So you know, I was always he always was in the Rough Riders, DMX, you know, Eve, you know, just that whole era, Swiss Beats, you know, that, that timeless era of music. But okay. uh, the first time I really like 
started my own personal music collection. My man's, you know, came to school with all these CDs and stuff. He was into hip hop. It was uh, he had a Locks album. He had Reasonable Doubt. He had In My Lifetime Volume One. Okay. Uh, he had In My Lifetime Volume, and I I just picked up Reasonable Doubt and I took it home and I put it in the CD player and I was a fan ever since. I from then I heard that and then uh, one of my favorite albums I think. What was the joint? Um, I think the So So Deaf, the So So Deaf uh, compilation tape when they had Welcome to Atlanta on there and shit. Oh, I love. I can't that. think what that's called. You talking about the joint with Luda? Yeah, yeah. yeah they that So So Deaf did a though. compilation album. I was I was feeling that man. I remember that's what been able to go. Uh, Tupac uh, until the end of time. That, my mom played that CD in the ground. Like my mom <laughs> played Tupac so much. That one day the speaker when we used to, we when the speaker for the stereo fell off the top of the counter like <laughs> she used to stay listening to that Tupac song. So she literally it. literally played it to a rock. Yeah, <laughs> so blew out. I grew up, you know, but I always loved music and I and I just uh, like I said I was a student in the game before I was a student in the game before I was a musician. Like right. I was always into the Source Double XL, like you know, because. I was going to school for journalism, so that's what I originally wanted to do. I always thought that Pittsburgh, like after Whammo really went downhill for real and it wasn't really under solid black ownership anymore, right. I just feel like it went downhill and I always felt like Pittsburgh should have a radio station that was very diverse. And it's like I had this, I had these ideas in my head years ago before I even knew about Sirius XM radio right. and stuff, but I feel like that's something that the Berg needed. So I always had a love for music. I wanted to either be, I was in the journalism writing, I wanted to be a news reporter or whatever. Oh, what? And, Don't and tell it, me that, man. <laughs> I got to can't tell me that, man. And, and, I can get you, put you on, you know. Anything, anything, <laughs> anything within that field is what I, I love. But you know, music was always took music always would have my heart. So you know, after I heard that, I just started writing rhymes, and it just started from. I remember when I couldn't even write any bars. I remember when it was hard to write. I remember when we didn't have no beats, no nothing. Nobody put us in the studio. We was just on a, we was just on a porch, just you know. Making beats with the pencil. We had a little right. squad called Rock the Mic. It was like me and my homies when we was running with and shit. It's like years later, we could see like they always be like, man, we know when you started. I, I remember I was on the porch one day when I was like 12 or 13 and I'm just writing my raps. And the lady the really across the street was like, man, I hear you. You doing your right. thing. You doing your All thing. Right. So it's been a long road. I remember when I didn't have a delivery. I remember when, you know, I, I was afraid to. It I was afraid to perform in front of people. I remember when I first started, I couldn't even, it was hard to even be on camera because I was stumbling and so uh -huh. I was stumbling. So it was, it's a lot of stuff over the years. Like, it was that one moment I knew what I had to do, but I could say, like, as I grew up, I kind of got more into music. So you was on your whole the lyrical exercise. Type yeah, thing. I, was, okay. I, I was always in the hove. I was always in the mob deep. AZ is one of my favorite. Lyricists of all time. He, he's the reason behind my name. He's super underrated, man. Super. He's the most underrated rapper to me ever. And his wordplay is crazy. And like I said, you hear a lot of these dudes out here, they don't got respect for the legends. But I'm sorry. Unless unless you can, you can say what you want about AZ, but unless you can deliver a 16 as cold as he did on Life's a Bitch, right. you, really can't, oh, man. you really can't critique. You really can't critique the greats. It's like these youngins, don't, they don't have no respect for the greats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, that's one thing I was going to ask you. Um. One of the, I was looking through Facebook, whatever. We follow each friends on yeah. Facebook, so I seen your status. You said deaf to mumble rap, and I was like, okay, like <laughs> I feel you on some of that because yeah. some of it is a lot of it's bullshit, yeah. but some of it I feel like fits like a certain vibe. I feel like um, there has to be different sounds. Like um, most of that shit is not even like meant to be lyrical. It's kind of like taking it back. I'm not going to use jazz as an example, but. You know how jazz and like they go to scat and shit like that. Yeah, I feel a lot of yeah. it's off of, on a vibe, but I also feel like um, it has to be balanced. Like, yeah, with the good, there gotta be bad. <laughs> that makes you realize that's the only way you can figure out what what's actually good. So, yeah. um, 
Is there certain in certain rappers in particular you feel certain um, way about I just, mumble rappers or I'm at that I'm at that stage in my career where I feel like with everything that's going on in the world right now, it's like I feel like artists, especially black artists, have to use their pro has to use their platform to really speak on something different. And it's like so much of this music is just it's so violent. It's just so it, it don't even make no it don't even make no sense. And then like you can't even really hold it. Like nowadays, you really can't even have an opinion because it's like some people be like, "Oh, you hating or right. you don't got no respect for that." It's like I enjoy. Like I said, I have mumble rappers that I enjoy myself. Like you right. know, my man, the dude Playboy Cardi said he right. said I'm the J Electronica mumble rapper. And I <laughs> oh, fuck he said with, that. Yeah, and I fuck. I, didn't see that. I fuck with I fuck with Playboy Cardi. I fuck with Uzi Vert. I fuck with a lot of them. But it's just like I feel like. Yadi, he, he be on some shit. I, we, I fuck with some Yadi, but he be on some shit, especially when he was like, um, the tourist BIGs are irrelevant. But and that's, that's and that's the problem. I wasn't really speaking on death to mumble rap. I wasn't really speaking on death to mumble rap from a from a music standpoint because at the end of the day, people gonna listen to what they want. But it's right. a lot of these dudes just really don't have respect for the art. They don't. That's that's where I'm coming from. I mean, because we were when we were coming up. Um, uncles would tell us about certain rappers yeah. who we might shit on them at first, but when we we, we were students of the game. We actually go back and listen to a lot of the old school shit, like the Rakims and, yeah. and Big Daddy Kane and stuff like that. So the newer generation they don't do that, and they it's, have actually more access to the internet to actually find more stuff quicker than we did. Yeah, and they're yeah. still not doing that. But I feel like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna say something's underrated or something's whack, you have to at least listen to it, check it out first, and give it a chance. They don't have no. Just... They don't have no respect. Cause I feel like it's cool. You wanna, you wanna, yeah, 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 every song. But <laughs> if you ain't got no bars, if you ain't got no bars, and right. you ain't got no substance in your music, it's hard for me to really take you seriously as a person. I'm right. just telling my little brother this. I said it's hard for me to really work with people. It's hard for me to really work with people just in the city and beyond because I go off personality. If your personality's not hot, and I just noticed that when it comes to music, like even if I don't make right. millions of dollars off music, right. I'm still gonna be doing this shit to the day I die. Right. Like I have a I have a whole vision on what I want to do musically, rather it be as an artist or as an entrepreneur in this shit. Right. So it's like I'm saying deaf to mumble rap is and please, a lot of these dudes, man, step your lyrics up. Like that's how I feel. I like I love, I love. Like the locks just said it recently. He said he fuck with a lot of the new dudes, but he just feel like I want to. If if you fuck with bars, that's what you fuck with. Right. And people think bars ain't selling. Like I remember you had you had said like you had said like um. I remember we was we was briefly talking about that. You said uh, yeah. people can't dance to lyrical rap. I'm like Dipset was lyrical. You yeah, feel me? The lock the locks yeah. was the locks was lyrical. It's just like a lot of this shit don't make no sense, and it's really just clout. It's really just fucking up the game for real. Cause it's yeah. like you got young niggas saying you got young niggas saying Lil Uzi Vert is better than Tupac. Like come on, yeah. Man. You know what? What was it? <laughs> most, hold up. <laughs> like, come on. And most man. recently, Joey Badass said that. Yeah. He most he he's the one that recently said that. I was looking like okay like. Pac wasn't the most lyrical. wasn't the most lyrical rapper, but he was very influential as far as like the messages he, he talked about in his music. So I'm like, yo, and I'm a, that's big, a strong statement. And bro. I'm a big Joey fan, but him saying he could kill Pac in like a rap battle, it's yeah. like it's like you really can't say you really can't speak on something. You can't say things like that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. A, I was like, he tripping. You, <laughs> you can't really you can't really say that's just like me saying Biggie can't out rap me, like. Yeah. It's like you you can't say things like that because I feel like back in the day it wasn't rap is rap is very competitive now but I feel right. like a lot of rappers now that you look at the rap game now man it's just clouded by so much drama and beef and shit that's so irrelevant to it's the, the, it's, the it's, actual music but it's, it, it's the year of the, of the pill popping and yeah I was talking about this shit though later I had to cut you off and get back to it but um cool. we're talking about now like from like how music changed so much to where. Rappers like Ho, for example, he was talking about how he didn't want to sell drugs and mm -hmm. want to get out the game. Now you got these rappers promoting about promoting like promethazine and popping pills. Like 
Back in the day, it was the, it was the, it was the dope, the D-Boys. Now it's like the Fiends. It's the year of the Fiends. Like the yeah. newer generation. So I'm like, y'all, for real. They love that, a lot they, of them is on drugs, man. It's crazy. And it's like, that's that's Xanax only, and all that shit. I hate, the, I, hate, I hate the message right now that's in music. It's like people are afraid. It's like if a nigga decide he want to speak up and say some real shit, right. it's like people say you a hater. You just need to shut up. We just want to hear the music. But I feel like when you was listening to Tupac, Tupac, and, and specifically Tupac, one thing I applaud that man on being able to do was able to express himself and speak his mind. I feel like right. rap is a lot more than diamonds, bitches, cough syrup, weed and shit. <laughs> it's like a, right. it's, a lot of these dudes don't really have a a message behind what they want to say. They don't they don't have no legacy or no they don't want to be legends. A lot of it's, them promoting bullshit. A lot of them Nobody makes timeless music anymore. No. Everybody's making it's quick. Trendy. It's, it's micro. Gonna, it's yeah. microwave music. Right. It's like the shit right. be hot for six months, and this is like this for instance. McDonald's rap. Shit, <laughs> Bobby Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder was hot for what? His shit was hot for what? About a year. Yeah, that's and, yeah. and he went down and shit, and it's like fuck it. Nobody even remembers mm-hmm. that. He's done. Yeah. He's, he's he totally snitched on himself. Yeah. I, when I I was some. I don't know if you follow you if you were friends with me on Facebook or follow me yeah. back in the day, but I talked about that shit like yo. He really this, snitched this on his whole crew. He told on his real. whole crew in his song, but that's 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 the shit now. He pre pre, but <laughs> like but, but on the, and Bobby, I kind of watched this document, this little small little complex documentary on Bobby Smarter lately, and I think Bobby didn't really. I think them niggas was just moving, like they never really intended on. They never really intended on blowing up. Like right. maybe they was just rapping because like if I was really looking to looking into like the case and shit, and it was like they was really watching these niggas before rap. Yeah, they was so out there. They was out. They had they had a full. They had like a big indictment mm-hmm. on these. Out they, there. They, like these boys was out there. That's like I hate to see. And I remember I read this one article. I think uh, who was the uh, Shy Money was trying to. Um, I was reading Shy Money. Uh, was the dude that you know legendary Shy Money XL right. was trying to um, you know get him to move away, and he didn't want to move away. It's like he wanted to stay in that element, and that's the right. problem with a lot of these. Uh, it's a problem. It's a problem with artists now. It's like sometimes, like one thing my homie said always says to me that you can't, you don't have to be a product of your environment. Right. You can uplift your environment. Right. You don't have to be the most gangster. You don't have to be the most gangster nigga out that shoots and kills everybody. Because that's that's just the message that's being preached every yeah. day. Like every time you turn on the radio, it's like somebody's talking about. Getting shot, getting killed, doing this, doing that. It's like positive, uplifting music is not. It's it's looked over anymore. It's like that's just the agenda that's being pushed now. Right. It's like if a lot of the corporate heads they promote they promote they, the ignorance because well the only two only two we can say right now that's like on the concert type shit. I can just like the, the J Coles and the, yeah, and the Kendrick Lamar's of course, but. They were. I'm not gonna. They're kind of different in a sense. Yeah. They they did have the the corporate machine backing them, yeah. but it was kind of like some different shit. Now it's like. They promote well. You can look at TV, VH1, Love and Hip Hop, all that shit. They promote ignorance. They don't want to see. It's like a mental type thing. They want you. They, it's to the point where yeah. they don't want you to challenge your mind anymore. It's, it's like exactly. it's like they want you to stay stuck in the box. It's 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 crazy. Like I said, you we could get so deep into it, but it's like that. You basically just put it on the nose. It's like they don't want you to express yourself no more. They want you to just be cool about what's going on and just and just be cool with it. Like right. shit can be going on in the world and. Shit, there, there's a war going on, uh, but we ain't going. You can't speak on it. We just going to deal with that shit. Right. It's like we're so brainwashed to just deal with stuff that's going on, and the people to decide they like. For instance, Nick Cannon, he 
you know, he did a little comedy special, and I guess maybe right. maybe trying to be funny, but maybe he he knew what he was doing. Said some shit about NBC that they did really didn't like. Then they tried to probably pull this nigga in the office yeah, and press yeah, yeah. him like. Now they're trying to say Whoa. he's crazy. Yeah, now, now he's crazy now because he's walking around. He's walking around with the with the raps yeah. on his head, and he no, he's 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 slowly but surely he's he's he was, wait. You see that Vlad interview? He was talking some shit on there. He talking. Like, Whoa, he's getting deep. And he's to the point where like I even fuck with salute to uh, Michael Bennett from the Seahawks that's right. telling the dudes to man take your endorsement money and invest it in the community. Man. Right. I figured, dog, you got all these niggas out here buying all these diamond chains, you know, making all this negative music. Like, and right. then, but then when you ask them to speak on some real shit, they don't want to speak yeah. on it. It's yeah. like you're you're so controlled by that corporate dollar that you didn't lost touch with yourself. That you scared to really speak on what's really going yeah. on. You like, too good for the right. hood now, but it's okay to get on a song. It's okay to get on a song. And be like, I love the hood, but when it comes time to uplift and bring awareness to what's going on right. in the hood, oh, I don't talk about that. You know, I ain't political. This and that. Man, right. That that ain't real. That ain't real. That's the right. problem I got with a lot of artists out. It's like. It's not real. They, they ain't saying nothing real. They just saying what people want to hear. And a lot of people just fascinated what's going on in the ghetto. They don't really, they don't really care. They oh, don't, shit. they don't really yeah. care about the repercussions that right. goes on with it. They fascinated with it. That's why you look out, you look out in these crowds and stuff, and you see who, who who's the main consumer of this music. Who's the main consumer? You know, <laughs> you know, I gotta say it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it demonstrates the main consumer is like, um, what are white people? White yeah. white people. Because <laughs> okay, I mean, you think about it. A lot of the, well, I'm not gonna say there are some people in the hood, yeah. or whatever that, that actually go out and support their yeah. artists, but a lot of us, a lot of us can't. A lot of them can't. Either money issues, whatever. But you see what type of direction they're putting it in. Like I said, the pop, like the, the machine they're promoting, as far as like so much negative, so much ignorance, and you, let's look at on BT. Like I, for example, I remember um, I don't know how many years ago this was, but um, you know the group Little Brother, yeah. Um, they were coming up and they were trying to get their their, their videos and stuff on on BT. And and so many words they told him BET said was a knife wonder in that group mm -hmm. and stuff knife wonder yeah. knife wonder rapper big Pooh. I actually interviewed him a, yeah. a while ago okay. um and, and um Fonte okay they actually told them you guys are too intelligent I was like the fuck like <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense how do, but I get it though they were they fitting fitting that like fitting that facade I get why they said they were too intelligent because you thinking back in that era I'm saying I think what year it was but they were promoting like a lot of fucking uh like. The South has been well. The South's been running shit for years, but yeah, yeah. And they're actually from the South, but just because they don't fit into the rest, of the fold that everybody else fits into, they're like, nah, y'all don't fit. Yeah. Because I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I um, I really forgot that DJ Premier was from the South. I didn't know that shit either. He's from like uh, Texas. I never knew. But he, that. but he grew up in New York. No, he grew up in New York. He grew City. up in New York, yeah, but yeah. he's actually from Texas. So I'm like. And the influence on him, but yeah, they're they're definitely promoting a lot of ignorant shit, like it's, and it, um it is. and the young thugs and. Um, the future. I actually fuck with future, but a lot of the city, a lot of the city raps about is is, is it's, a waste of time, it's man. But it's, it's good shit. Yeah. You know I mean, to dance to whatever, but it's it's a waste of time. You like got, you got to be able to lead a club. Something that's one thing I loved about like music back in the day. It was just so like people say so much shit about DMX, man. Let's let's speak on DMX real quick. You know okay. What I'm I, we we on the podcast where <laughs> we could get real intimate with this shit. You know, like people have so much. Fucking disrespect for DMX. Oh, he is a junkie. He's a crackhead. He's this. He's I don't that. Damn, he's on crackhead. I don't care what DMX, he is, man. unless you can make a song. And this goes to this to any artist out there or any person out there that got something to say about DMX. Unless you can make a song that can move me, like Slippin' did. Oh man, I was. I don't want to hear good music. Like he was a good artist. It's like, come on, man. You talk about DMX is a. This and that. Talk about this artist on this and that. Right. But your that's favorite. The, that's what the new generation. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't go favorite, back and look at shit. Yeah, though, it's, man. He was, it's like he dropped like two platinum albums in, in a year. 
Both of them, both of them charted. Like they was talking, they was talking about, about that, what Future just did with them back to back. Yeah, 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 yeah. DMX was one right. of the, the DMX the first, did, he, he did that, that shit, shit first. years ago. Man, he did, decade he, ago. He, he did that shit first. It's right. like, it's like, man, it's newer generation of listeners. Like, it's just, man, I just feel like people just need to open up their minds. Like, I understand, like, we love the the codeine raps, we love the, <laughs> the drug raps, we love the gangster music, but it's right. like. I don't know. It's it, it, it. I just feel like man, there's so it's much detrimental. You gotta Very. open. You gotta open up your mind a little bit more. That's one thing. As I'm, I'm working on a new project right now called uh, Be Legendary. Okay, and the talk whole, on it. And the whole gist of the project is, I just wanna. I feel like this is gonna be my best body of work yet. I feel like I'm taking my time with it. Okay. And I'm really just trying to expand on the topics that I talk about in my music. I feel like sometimes I get a little repetitive. If I had if I had to really critique myself, I feel like sometimes I get a little repetitive when it comes to my rhymes. Sometimes maybe talk about the same shit. And also I just feel like also I also feel like I could work way harder than I've been working. You're supposed to, you're supposed to do that. think about you're supposed to think that man. And I'm not and I'm not afraid. Better and better each time. I'm man. not afraid to say that. So it's like Right. Everything that I'm speaking on, like if I'm a speaker, I feel like if you walk the walk, if you walk the walk, you gotta talk the right. talk. If I'm if I'm speaking on so much uplifting, upliftment, and you know just so much intel, bringing intelligence back in music, then right. I gotta instill that in my own material. Right. So it's I've been taking my time with it. Uh, I've been I've been working with my man D Lane a lot. Salute yeah, to yeah, D Lane. Yeah, waving. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. To, I'm down to Sh- I'm a I'm a resident down to Shore Shack. Right. Place. Every other Saturday, you know, we've been been working hard. We was down there last night. Salute to him and my man. Kate. I, got, I got to shoot through there one day, yeah. man. I, oh. I, I still haven't I still haven't been over there yet. I still got to shoot dope. over here. D Lane, I can say salute to D Lane. He's one of the dopest producers in the city. And just like sitting yeah. there recording with him and just the process as he put these songs together, it's like. I just I'm like man, this shit, this project's gonna be crazy. Just everything that we're planning behind it, like promo, the promo that we're planning behind it, you know, right. shoots, everything that we're trying to do. It's like it, it's it's gonna be dope. I'm trying to get them. I'm I'm trying to get them a radio show, but like a, a podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hopefully they. I don't know. Well, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this right now, but yeah, I'm supposed to be trying to get them a like a um like a music podcast, kind of like my my other one is. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, touching on more uh your music. Um. Who. Well, break down your write, break down how you your um your writing process, uh, man. So basically, when it comes down to me writing, I kind of like changed up my whole element this this year when it came to writing, especially this winter. Uh, if you ever, uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Rocky series, Rocky okay. Four, and uh, one of my favorite movies. I feel like Rocky Four to me, this is my personal opinion. I feel like Rocky Four is the best movie of all time. That that's one of my personal. I feel like that's the best movie of all time. It's just the vibe of the movie, and I remember uh. Shit, I remember when uh the big dude, the big Drago beat beat Apollo Creed, and everybody was like, "Who the fuck is going to take on this dude?" And right. Rocky ended up taking up on this dude. And what did Rocky do when he was training? What did Rocky do when he was training for that fight? He went to he he went to where he was at. He took took him completely out of his element. It was he was in the cold. He was just training. He was working hard. Right. So. That really don't got nothing to do. That really don't got nothing to I do mean, with, with my, pro- my process. Man. But it but it relates <laughs> to my process. Like I told I told my homie Sid, I was like, this year, like I kind of just like at night, man, cut that heat down in the kitchen, man. I, I can make myself uncomfortable. I can't be in my room because right. I'm trying first, to take yourself out of your I work, I we, you. We work, me and my homie, we we work, we work in 12, 14 hours. Like we was really getting to it. Like this past year and a half, right. we was really getting to it because we we got plans for the future. So it's like, man, you go to that room. You go home and go to that room, man. You going straight to sleep. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to um, get my work, work um, ethic together, man. So, That's what I'm doing right now. We sit right. I sit right at that kitchen table. Got me some speakers. Got my laptop, man. Right. 
made my own little personal, just like on my own little personal studio. Don't really got a mic yet or nothing, but it's kind of like, you know, I just got my own little element. I'll be in, right. that, I'll be in that kitchen all night. And it's like, I changed up, I ch- kind of changed up the the music I was listening. As I'm working on this project, I kind of changed up the, the music that I was listening to. Like, right. stop listening to so much future and kind of getting back into the yeah. element Dipset, AZ, Biggie, Big L, you know. Even like just just the greats like even go we golden era the golden I want <laughs> right I feel like I want this I want this to be the project of my golden era my golden era right so it's like that's my writing process you know I might be out I might be out working something might just come to my head just jot it down on my phone you know I'm always on the phone and I'm always on my phone and stuff just jotting stuff down on my notepad I got a notebook at the crib like certain different things I also been working on like. You know, bringing the aspect of like harmonizing my music more. I, okay. I, I noticed that these melodic flows are really just changing the game yeah, right now. Very. <laughs> you be vibed the hell out. You be vibed the hell out. Listen to that. So I'm, I've been working on like you know, giving giving my courses, giving my courses on my song a little bit more. You know, an extra just that extra little bit of touch to it, right. and just just working on this project. Like with be legendary. I just want I want this project to touch everybody. Like no matter what you no matter what you might like. Like I got a party joint on be legendary. I got I got intellectual joints on Be Legendary. Okay. One of my one of my weak points that's now I want to become my strong point, making songs for the women on Be Legendary. We're All gonna, right. We're gonna have two we're gonna have two R and B ish song types of songs on there. Okay. So you know my my process is just like I go I go based on my everyday life. It all depends on how my day is going. Like if my day is like if I'm at work in deep thought and you know I'm having one of my woke moments where I'm watching Malcolm X or <laughs> I'm just watching on what's going on right. in the news that will reflect my content. Now from around the ladies, you know I might make something for the ladies. Like okay. I go off life experiences and a lot of people don't even realize that. You know, I base a lot of my material off stuff that I be around different people and stuff. You never know. We might be having a conversation at work. Shorties might be at work being like, niggas ain't shit, you know, having one of them conversations. <laughs> right. And I might interpret that. I might, you know, take what they talking about and interpret that in my music. So I just go off life experiences and, you know, I just got to be in a quiet space. I just got to be in a quiet, no TV on, no nothing, like no food around, no nothing. Right. I don't want to be comfortable. On focus. I, was, I remember I was recording down D-Lane like maybe like two weekends ago. Okay. It was hot as fuck in there. <laughs> it yeah. was hot as fuck in there. Like I'm in there hoodie on, hoodie on with the motherfucker over my head and some Tim's on. I kept that shit on the whole side. I didn't take that. I didn't want to get... I wasn't taking my hoodie off. I wasn't getting comfortable. You know what right. I'm saying? I don't want... Like, with this with this whole year, I don't want to be comfortable. Like, I want to I wanna really just take shit to a whole nother level. Right. Like, people always tell me, Chris, I fuck with your grind. But I never really hear them say, Chris, man, your music is hot. You might hear it sometimes, but I always hear, oh, they fuck with my grind more my music. This going to be the year where people be like, man, I fuck with your grind, and that music's fucking fire. Right. That, um... What was it? Um... That B.I.G. Oh, the East Side Biggie. Oh, man, that, that shit was... I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you've been, you been on my radar, but yeah. I think that more that get, I put more attention. I'm like, whoa, okay. And I was, yeah. actually put it on the show. I'm like, this shit is crazy. I appreciate that. Um, that was a good look. That's a good look for me. I pre I appreciate that. I it was a that was a dope episode. That was a dope lineup of music. I appreciate that. And that's that's one of my favorite joints because I feel like you know if I was if I was gonna hop on a Biggie joint, Biggie another one of my favorite rappers. If I was gonna hop right. on my that Biggie joint, I was gonna represent. Period. I've been to Brooklyn. I've been to Brooklyn several times. Right, yeah. I can't live Brooklyn that's like down. New York, that's my second home yeah. out there. I, I love, love New. York, I man. love New York City, man. It's like I've been to Brooklyn, just getting the vibe of it. I just. I just picture myself out there with Biggie on his stoop right. as a kid. We just just rhyming, so you know that I, I, that's really one of my favorite. That's really one of my favorite joints. You know, we got some more promotion coming behind that. Like a lot of okay. stuff. I actually 
I actually was supposed to do it like not too long ago, but uh, sometime soon this year, you know what I'm saying? Once everything you know just falls in place, we gonna pull up to Brooklyn and we gonna shoot that shit. We gonna All shoot right, it. Man. I can't. Sh- I can't shoot it here. If I gotta shoot it, I gotta go to Brooklyn. Yeah, make it authentic. Yeah, I gotta I make got it you. authentic. Authenticity is is is. It's better than just you right. know. I could I could do this all around the east side, but right. You know what I'm saying. This episode of Elite Music Radio is brought to you by the great folks over at Castbox FM, a startup company that provides global audiences the best fit audio, making your podcast not only more accessible but can help expand your listenership. Um, the main thing I like about Castbox FM is that the app is super easy to use. And that it gives podcasts the push they need, making them more discoverable in different markets. Um, Castbox FM is also currently featured in over 135 countries by the great folks at Google Play. So with that said, make sure you head over to Castbox FM online or through your mobile devices. That's C-A-S-T-B-O-X dot F-M. Be sure to check it out. Once again, that's C-A-S-T-B-O-X dot F-M. All right. Um. Touching on like, touching on like um, recent events. Um, I know everybody's talking about this Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma shit, um, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. You you heard Sheetha and all that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. You um, already know. You already. <laughs> we was on. We've been we've been chopping it up. We've been on our music shit the last um, couple of weeks. Yeah, cause you like, nah, we going. We ain't gonna talk about shit. We gonna yeah, hold it. We gonna hold it. Yeah. Um, and what was it? Um, I don't. My standpoint on this song is, I feel like I feel like it was a strong song because it was disrespectful. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, um, her cadence might have been a little off. Yeah. I don't feel like that was the beat for her, first of yeah. all. Um, but the whole shit, the whole shit I'm not really feeling about the situation is um, how Nikki responded. You heard the other joint? Yeah, there? I heard I heard the No Frost joint. Um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like, uh, hmm, how could I? I feel like it was trash. I feel, I feel like <laughs> Nikki shit was trash. Tra- like, if we, if we going to be. It's a good club record, but it's trash. It's though. trash. She ain't, because she, she's ducking. She's. Like Remy, like honestly, like I said, Remy came straight at her neck. She ain't playing around. Like, on first of all, from the rip, people can say what they want about Sheether, but when Sheether comes on, what do you hear first? What what is Nikki screaming? Oh yeah, she was, oh, she was I was like from an old interview when well, she was yeah, shouting Remy out. Yeah, she, she was free shouting Remy. out free Remy, yeah. Free Remy. And then you had the line about her brother being a pedophile. Oh yeah. Like, I heard about that once. And that shit's and that shit's very again. much true. Yeah. That like it's like you could tell Remy was really like, man, who did? And, and Nikki been throwing shots. Let's let's. Uh, they've been throwing shots at each other. Remy, kind of. I think Remy it, was getting at her too. I mean, you take it back to um, that, the wait a minute. If yeah, you listen to the wait a minute Nikki, remix. Man. Shit. She was getting at her. And you got <laughs> the guy on it. The guy fresher was like, oh yeah, hell yeah, she's definitely. Getting he did, at her. and Uncle Murder been saying it forever. They've been throwing <laughs> shots at each other. I think it's good for hip hop. You know. It, I don't really like to see like, especially with the females. I like to see the females stick together more. But it's it's like when it when it comes to the females, it's even more competitive because yeah. there's not too there's not too many of them out there. So you know them them is the top dog. Remy came yeah. home and Remy coming. I don't think necessarily even think Remy coming for the crown. It's just Remy on her on her gutter shit. She don't give a right. fuck. She going like even even if. Like, we all know Nikki's gonna sell more. We all Nick. We all know, the corporate machine. We all know Nikki looks sell. good. We all know you know yeah. what I'm saying. But Nikki ain't doing shit. That Lil Kim ain't dead, or yeah. any other female rapper the only, did. So, with, the only thing I don't like about it, I to the only thing I don't like about it is like people are making it deeper than music. Exactly, like, hip hop is a competitive since like the eighties. You man. got, you like, got probably before that. Like when um take about the LL and uh, who was he going at with um who was he going at it with um who was LL? I'll damn um, um um it'll come to me. But hip hop's competitive. I don't I don't take it like we're gonna go shoot each other. 
I love I love it because I've been I was saying this for I've been saying this for a minute. Hip hop was born to me one because nobody's competitive. Everybody wants to be friendly, which that's just cool. But like, what happens to competition? Like, for example, when Kendrick came back out and on the control verse and. Yeah. He went at everybody. He wasn't going at everybody because he had an issue with them. He was going at them because he wanted it's to be competitive. Music. It's music and people making it more. You got. I even seen like people on Remy's page talking about you hating. Uh, you hating uh, dark skinned chicks is out of style. Remy, uh, Remy, Remy, you a gorilla? Like they called her PO too. Yeah, you heard about that shit? No, I ain't hear about that. They called her PO. That's what these corny girls locked. They try to get her locked up. That's what these corny ass fans do, man. A lot of barbs. A lot of them is corny. Like a lot of this shit be corny. Like sometimes people gotta realize, just be a fan. Just be a fan. You ain't gotta be. Don't stop doing sucker shit. Stop going on Instagram saying weird shit. Like this new generation of motherfuckers, they gotta go on Instagram and Bruh. Twitter and all types of fucking bullshit. Like, come on, man. Like, just be a fan. Critique the music. Let's not take keep this shit personal. Like, all all the time. Like all the time. Like you just see certain shit. Like you like we all know Meek take L's, but yeah. you got you got niggas on there fucking. Like, stop hating on fucking Meek, dog. I know the I know the niggas. I know the niggas do. I know the niggas do stupid shit. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> what's up with these fans want to see niggas yeah. fail? I hope you get shot. I hope you die. And niggas is niggas is doing the same shit with the Remy, the Remy and the Nicki Minaj beef. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sheether is hard. Period. Sheether is hip hop. Nicki made a pop record. That's cool. I fuck with it. Yeah, it got a. I don't want no fraud. Yeah, that's cool. But I fuck the, with the Remy's. delivery was horrible. Though, man. Yeah, Remy. Yeah, it was. It was. It not was. Bars. And then like what I said, but by her fan standards, she won because she because she, she got a, she got. A, I'm like I'm first thing I said. I'm like yo, this. I told my man this track is gonna be this track is trash. But watch, it's gonna be on the charts. Everything's gonna be on the radio like crazy. She had she has she has the corporate machine about her and she has like that crazy super fan she, fan base. And she called herself but she called herself the queen, but she really ain't she really ain't touched based on like she ain't really she ain't really hit hard like Nikki did. She I mean she ain't really hit hard like Remy did, man. I fuck with Boris. I'm, I just heard about I think her and Rem, they said Remy and Papoose about to come oh, back. Oh, I seen them. that. Is that is that true? Is I that don't real? know. I haven't seen it on. I've seen it. Somebody emailed to him like, yo, is this real? Now? I haven't <laughs> seen it on any of their socials, but I mean, I, I would love to see that. Like, I'm, right. I'm sorry, I don't think them niggas want it with Papoose. He going to everybody now. If, if, yeah. that, if that's real, then he going at Papoose. Wayne been falling off for a minute. He's, he's whacking me. Ben, I think Wayne <laughs> fell off. Like everybody waiting on this Carter. Was it Carter five? five. That's just gonna like maybe baby is protecting the real. Like yo, you're not putting that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, never. Maybe that's true. Maybe he's like, nah, man, you're not putting this out, bro. Do it over. <laughs> but then they were saying like it's a money thing, and I get it. He wants to get paid, but I mean, you signed the contract. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what they niggas be fucking bro. up at. Come to the paperwork. They don't read that paperwork. They did, but you figured them motherfuckers was getting so much money they ain't give a fuck. Wayne probably had in the motherfucker. He don't. He don't. They be leaned out all the time. Leaned up. That black matter. How you feel about that with the, with the whole the Black Lives Matter thing, man? That shit was that shit was retarded. I mean, what do you what do you expect when you got you got these brothers out here that's controlled by the corporate dollar? They scared. They scared. But the thing to really was, speak they mind. But the thing was, he had like a couple shows before that. Mm -hmm. He's shouting out Black Lives Matter, all that shit, and then all of a sudden he's interview. He's he's I got the oh, I'm blood gang and I'm like what the fuck is because, wrong because this nigga this nigga he, 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 he got multi he got multiple personalities some shit what's wrong no, with this guy man you know it ain't multiple personalities it's being cooked like I said you can you can fuck around say what you want they can say what they want at these shows and shit but when they get on TV they don't want them brothers saying Black Lives Matter they don't want you saying that type of stuff they want you to just elude they want you to avoid the question like elude the fact that somebody like if I feel like if you can scream Black Lives Matter at a show right. if somebody gives you. If somebody wants you to give an example on why you, 
of Black Lives Matter and if you support it or not. You know, I would have respected him more if he just would have gave a, you know, just left no comment or just right. didn't speak on it. Right. But you had to speak on it like an ignorant ass nigga. But maybe that, maybe that's what he's always been. I mean, you think about it. He's he's been how he's been in the, he's been rich for like since when he was growing up. So, because everybody talked about it, oh, he's in the bubble and all that, this that and the third. But I'm like, yo, nigga, you you don't you you don't you don't watch the news? You don't see what's going on? Like that's why on. when Thugger can't be that much in the when bubble. Thugger said the shit not too long ago. Well, we just focus on being rich, man. And nigga, stop saying that. It's that ignorance, man. It's ignorant because it's like it's because they being controlled by that corporate dollar. They being controlled by these labels to the point where look what just happened with Nick Cannon. This nigga decided to probably speak out on some shit. He been speaking out, yeah, they, yeah. and they don't like that. They want you to be this happy go lucky ass slave ass brother. Right, yeah. They've been talking for years. You know, I ain't really, like I said, I ain't really going to say the white dollar. We ain't going to care. We just going to say the corporate dollar. Because yeah. there's a lot of brothers in the corporate world, too. That's, look at Ben Carson. Look what the fuck he just said. Oh, oh man. I guess slavery. with that, with, with the <laughs> yeah. immigrant shit? I, was I like, guess slavery was a carnival. I guess slavery was a carnival cruise and uh, Harriet Tubman was the, was the, was the <laughs> ship leader. Oh, like, we asked to be yeah. in slavery. It's and, like, it's like, like that shit was a fucking, a ride at Kennywood or some shit. Like, we, we was happy to be on there I'm or like, something. I'm like, dog, you really just sitting like, is people afraid to speak their mind? But, you know, they look no. down. They don't want you to speak, especially when you make money when you make a money they don't really want you to speak your mind they just want you to shut the fuck up that's why you, I keep you making millions of dollars <laughs> what the fuck you ain't struggling so what right. you like just because you ain't struggling no more don't mean you can't make a difference for people in the struggle or right. speak on the struggle because people like at the end of the day people are still struggling out here babies are starving you got all these you got all these people out here on look at Pittsburgh yeah man look, for instance today what's up with niggas killing babies Oh, a three, a three, a three-year-old in Mount Washington today shot, shot and killed. What's wrong with these niggas? I even hear about that shit, man. What's wrong? Every time you turn around, a body's popping up. It's like, what's what's wrong? What's wrong with people? All these shootings and shit, man. It's, it's like, people wake up. That's the that's that's the that's the image type shit that's in the air, though, man. It's like I said, it's in the music, it's in it's, All a, this, it's so in the much, culture. Period. It's man. so much that's negativity. And one thing about my squad, like we, promoting positivity, that's. You are, oh you, oh you trying to be this and trying to be that and one thing so about my, one thing about bro. my squad man we 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 on a we on a positive vibe like when me and Sid talk every day man we don't be talking about that negative shit we talking about how we gonna get to this money and we gonna talk about how we gonna make our lives better and the people that support us how we gonna right. make their lives better and help them get in a position right. where they can thrive like us. We ain't giving no handouts, you know. We don't do that. We ain't doing that over there. Right. But we will. We want to inspire people. We want to inspire people to do better. I, I'm I'm uh, working on a uh, vlog series right now. Like oh, me, yeah. Me and my homie said. First off, shout out to my homie said. She's repping for Fly Forever Productions and ODH. You know. Okay. But my homie got her own brand, man. If y'all need any type of video where I'm gonna I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my little plug. <laughs> if you need any Go type ahead, of if you need any type bro. of video work. If you need any type of video work, photography, shit, my nigga shot a wedding. Like, oh yeah, she she ain't just she it. ain't just shooting music videos. <laughs> she doing it, it all. Anything that you need, script work. She got the she got her degree. All She's right. focused. All so right. if, if you want to work with a focused individual, come work with my homie said. I fly right, forever production. So she's also a part of ODH. I'm a part of ODH. J Lex is a part of ODH. We're one of the we're one of the most creative. We're one of the most creative and. Logical-minded pe- pe- group of individuals in the city, man. I refer to us right now this year as the Triangle Offense. Okay. Cause y'all, y'all, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> you know, we work, we working on, we working on a lot of stuff this year, and we about to change the game out here. We about to, right. you know, stay focused. So, you know, the one thing, one thing about, uh, one thing I, I'm just glad about working with my team is that 
it, it's, it's a different element. It's like nobody's trying to, nobody's not trying to out, outwork it. And nobody's trying to, you know, compete with each other. We just trying to work and we trying to do our thing and we trying to make our lives, we trying to make our lives better because this is our dream. Like Sid's working on a lot of stuff this Sid's working on a lot of stuff this year, you know, with her brand. She's working with me, me and Jay Lex. Okay. We're her artists as well. So it's all, it's all, it got that whole family vibe to it. All right. You know, Lex is working on a project that she, she should be dropping anytime soon. Anytime soon, Lex will be dropping a project. I'm working on Be Legendary. Sid got a lot of stuff that she's working on. About to shoot another wedding. Okay, you know, I think we're man. We're working, we're working on a, we're working on a vlog series to go along with the project. Break called, down, the, break down the blogs. Um, the, what's the vlog series called? Break it the down. Vlog man. series called. It's the same title as the project. It's just a promotional tactic. It's called. Be oh, Le like a campaign. Yeah, thing? Okay, it's called Be. Le it's called Be Legendary, and I picked okay. uh, ten. I picked ten individuals in the city that I feel like are you know cementing their own legacy out here. And we're going to do something like, I don't know if you ever watched Karen Civil, My Neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. I'm, I'm very hip to Karen Civil. We're going to do something similar like that. You know, just a little different. And it's just something that we worked on. We're working on together. We worked on a lot of stuff together over the past okay. uh, past three years. We've done videos together, man. We hit the road together. Like, if you see me out here, you're going to see my nigga. That's just, right. that's that's just how it be, is. Man. Like, we don't, it ain't no hating going on. You feel like with a lot of crews, you see people trying to out, you see people trying to outshine each other and stuff. It's no, no, we all working collectively because teamwork make the dream work. Right. If you ain't working as a team, then there's no point of being in that team. If you want to just be selfish and be all about yourself, right. there's no there's no point of being a being a part of something. We're just trying to build and we just got so many plans. Like we we talking about so much stuff beyond music. We talk about we're talking about buying property. We're talking about, you know, uplifting our communities. And this is everything that I'm talking about in my music as okay. well. So with that, uh, with that, with that series, it's just like it's going to showcase a lot of people that I feel I picked these people, people that I've paid attention to over the last year and a half that are really out there doing their thing. We picked uh, five males and five females. Okay. And that that ranges anywhere. That ranges anywhere from business owners to artists. I don't really have too many artists. I kind of want to showcase more than artists because I feel like okay. there's there's more than music artists. There's people out there doing their thing. There might so be... so this is like a like is this like an individual thing where you're following each like. So certain segments with each individual. Or yeah, just every, like... there's gonna be like a there's gonna be like a small there's gonna be like a little episode for every individual. Okay. I do. all right. So you know we're working on that. It's just I just want to you know Pittsburgh is full of we got a lot of people in the forefront right now. They's doing a thing, but you got a lot of underdogs coming up behind them. Right. So I just want to pay homage. Not only do I want to pay homage, but I want to just show that you know there's a lot of people in my city that if you ain't paying attention to them, you need to pay attention to them. You might want to network in them with them if you're within the field that they're in. I get mass out there now, so it's, it's all <laughs> it's all about bringing people together and just like be legendary. Like I said, this is gonna be like I feel I want this to be one of my best projects yet. Like I'm just trying to I'm trying to touch I'm trying to touch base on everything that I can with this project, and everybody's gonna enjoy it. There's gonna be summertime music. There's gonna be a summer jam on there. There's gonna be a jam where you coming home. You might be coming home from the club or a long night at work, and you just in deep thought. You might be able to throw that on, you know, R and B right. joints. Like it's gonna be a little bit of everything, and the series is really gonna be bring it together. And we, you know, we out there pushing heavy right now. You know, we've been we've been working on a lot of stuff over the year. We've been working a lot a lot of stuff over the last year. You know. I don't really drop as much music as I used to, like back, 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 back. But I kind of just like I'm learning to take my time with stuff. It's cool right. to just like rush stuff. A lot of people's just rushing stuff out, but it's like if you rushing stuff out and it's getting the same outcome over and right. over and over again. Maybe you need to just sit back and just think about how you're putting stuff out. So right. that's one thing I could say. Like linking up with Sid, like we literally, literally 
when it come to me and Sid, this is stuff that we was talking about on my we was talking about on my porch in summertime 2014. Right. And we had so many okay. crazy we had so many crazy moments. I remember last this time last year was some a little bit like January last year. We was in New York City and uh salute to my man Uni G. If you wanna check out a dope artist coming out of New York, he's from the Bronx. Definitely, I'm always yeah, looking, bro. His name is Uni G, and he uh he did a little promotional tour last year for a single swerve all around the city. I was one of the okay. openers. And uh, I was one of the openers, and uh, Manolo Rose was the uh, feature that was oh, like, the shit, main okay, act. Yeah. Man, I, I found him from Taxstone, man. Oh my Dope. god! When I tell you that show was cracking, I'll never forget that night. That it was so cracking that Sid was over there shooting, right? <laughs> Sid was over there shooting. I had to go get the Long Island and come over. She <laughs> like sip this real quick, bro. She turned, <laughs> she turned shooting. Manolo brought us. I remember the show was dope. Uni did his thing. Around 11 30, 12 hit. Manolo came out. I remember Graf was on there. Trey Pizzy. Uh, oh, okay. A lot of, lot of you know, dudes coming yeah. up through the underground. It was a right. and Manolo just shut it the fuck down. I remember uh, he dropped this one song. He it, I forgot what the song was called, but he did this song. Man, I remember he did it three times a night. They was doing mosh pits in the club. Manolo. Oh yeah, he does. Manolo like that, showed Manolo showed love. Yeah. Brought us on stage. We was right up front. Right. We was right up getting it cracking. It was just like man, when I seen that, I'm like man. I can't wait to meet. I can't wait for us to have a moment like that. Like that's all we talk about every day is about. Like I, I told, I was telling Sid like, the other night. I said I feel like we in some of the hardest times of our lives right now. But that's just gonna make us stronger for what's what's coming next. Right. Because all it's doing is mentally getting us ready for what's what's coming. Like this shit wasn't meant to be easy. Like. Oh, you gotta every. You want something that bad? You gotta work for you it. You gotta, you gotta work for it. And that's what we doing every day. Rather, we gotta pick up extra shifts at work. And all of us, Jay, right. Sid, me. We all working. We all working hard to make this dream come true. Cause like I said, nothing in it. I've been doing this for five years, and I didn't seen the highs and the lows of it. I didn't. I didn't had days where last year after I lost my grandma, and it was like to this day that shit still fuck with me. Cause it was right. like I really wanted her to see me on top, but I know she gonna see me on top. But it's like so so many things has happened over the years, and just especially like this year. Like I told Sid, like we ain't gonna be it ain't New Year's Eve ain't gonna come around this year and we're gonna be sipping E and J and we're gonna be like, yeah, man, we getting on no, nah, we right. we when New Year's Eve come around this year in 2017, I ain't saying we gonna be famous, but I know we're gonna be in a better position. Right. It's, like all, I, it's all about doing what you say you're gonna do, actually putting that shit in action, man. And she and, and Sid motivates me so much because it's like I remember uh this, I believe what was it last summer, bro? I think it was last summer. We shot a wedding. We we I helped her shoot a wedding. And it was like that shit's motivated. She she been motivating me f from the beginning. You need I that man. I remember I remember when I first linked up with Sid and we did like a little showcase with Honey Attic and it was dope. It's just dope to see somebody making money off their crib. Right. It motivated me to make. I want to make money off my crib. You know. So it's like just just the people. I gotta just really think like like Sid and Jade. I really gotta thank them because like they just got me. You know they got me thinking in a different light. It's just seeing the way they move out there. Like when I was coming up, when I was a little bit younger, like when we all first linked up, I was I was immature. I just wasn't. I wasn't doing stuff the right way. It's just like linking up with them and just seeing the way they think and the way they they grind out here. Like two black women out here just grinding. Right. Salute to all my black women out there grinding. Don't never let nobody tell you you can't do nothing. You could you can stand tall just like the men do. So just to have two black women in my camp that's grinding, and I see them working hard every day. There ain't no reason why I can't work hard every day. Like I said, right. this shit wasn't meant to be easy. Times is hard right now. We in some of the realest and hardest times of our Definitely. lives, but that that shit is not going to stop us to getting where we need to be. And it don't matter if if one of us is feeling down and one of us feel like shit's not going to pop off or nothing, man. I don't even we don't we don't use hope, can't, not. We don't use words like that. That's what I said. I said I'm taking all that shit out my <laughs> Take vocabulary. Take all that man. shit out That's your vocabulary. Said, like it's like just having my homies. Like I just want to experience. Like you know, I don't even got to be mega famous. You know, I just want to be able to just wake up. 
and go to a fucking island and just like be comfortable. Yeah, that's what I said, man. I ain't gotta be. I ain't gotta be the rich friend guy. I gotta have, I'm comfortable. I'm good, man. I ain't gotta have ten million dollars, right. but you know, if I could, if I could just you know live out my dream and just see my homies living out their dream, right. that shit, that shit, just that's most important to me. Just doing what I want to do. Just not having to wake up and clock in every day and just have oh, somebody yeah. watching me and just having a bunch of coworkers around me that might be hating on me and me mad doing right. what the fuck I want to do. Like I, I know. I know I'm gonna be successful. I know Jay's gonna be successful, and I know Sid's gonna be successful. We just gotta keep putting in our work and building. Everything gonna work out. Yeah, but the positive vibes in the universe, man. Yeah. Got to keep it going. Um, so gearing up, gearing up the uh, the release of, the release of your album. Um, what's what any standout joints you feel are more you like um, more favorable than than the rest? Or um, I got this uh I got this song that I've been sitting on for about a year now. It's called uh, Get Dub. It's called Get Though. D Lane produced it. Oh shit! Uh, okay, all right. This time, like right around the last summer, uh, you know, like I said, 2016 was a hard year for me. It kind of like a lot of stuff happened in 2016 that kind of like hurt my motivation. One of the biggest hurt pieces I had in 2016 was my man JC hit me one day and was like, "Salute, salute to my bro JC." But he hit me one day and was like, "Man, I had a, I had a uh, I had a crash at the studio." I'm like, oh, "Shit!" Fuck. I'm like, "What you mean?" He's like. He's like, I probably lost about like sixty percent of the, you know my my computer crash, but oh, I might be able to get it man. back. So I was recording so much shit. Oh, so you lost like a chunk of your album, or I lost. It wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't man. really even working on. I wasn't really working on mixtape or nothing. You were just kind of like I was recording. just recording. Yeah, like that was Sid was always telling me, like, bro, just keep recording, and you know, we just going like if we putting together a project or just anything, we just be able to pick out of the best songs, you know. Damn. But you want to be sitting on All a right. surplus of music, so right. we lost a lot of. We lost a lot of stuff that was recording, like a lot of stuff, like ESAB, like. And it wasn't a lot of stuff that came out, but it's like a lot of songs sometimes. You never know. You might want to send it to the DJ. You might need the right. stems. You might need to get some clean versions. We right. lost like a lot of stuff like Eastside, Biggie, uh, Fuck a Hook 2, like any any joints, any newer joints that you see on my account, SoundCloud, right. like Social Saturdays releases. We kind of lost that shit. So it's like yeah. I went through a period of time where I'm like, man, fuck. I lost a lot of shit. You a know? similar situation happened to my man, but so they stole his whole fucking laptop. They <laughs> stole his shit. He was in, he, I think he was doing a show with my man Tope. You ever heard of Tope? Yeah. He was in, San, I think, San Diego, and while he was doing the show, they just housed his whole fucking laptop, man. His whole album, gone. He yeah. got to start, like, from scratch again now, man. That that's shit. You're a good dude. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. So, uh, I got I to join on, like, Get Those, one of them joints. Uh, I'm on it. Uh, my man JKJ's on it. Okay. Uh, another joint that we was working on this past, uh, this past month was I got this joint on there called Comeback Season. Comeback season, crazy. I feel like I feel like comeback season. Comeback season is like my my coming out party. That's like me. I feel like with comeback season, that's me elevating from just being Sosa Sosa four one two to really just being like somebody where I feel like, man, if you hear this shit, you gotta fuck with this. You can't. Right. You you there ain't gonna be nothing. To, you gonna see. You gonna fuck with this song. Like everything on it. Like my flow is on it. My flow's nice on it. The way and the way D Lane put it together. That's why I feel like people's really gonna feel yeah, it's the track. Yeah, his process is crazy. The way D and it wasn't like I said, it wasn't even his beat. But the way he just like structured these songs out and just have them sound. You ever just hear certain songs and you hear like certain drops and certain like interludes and stuff within the beat yeah. and shit. Like that's what I want my shit to sound like. Right. So comeback season. Uh, I worked. On, I was working on a song last night with my homie Caleb uh, at D Lane Studio. Another okay. D Lane produced joint. Uh, it's called Little Homies. It's basically me and Caleb going back and f- me and Caleb like basically giving uh giving accounts in our verses about like stuff that's going out there in the community and stuff. Right. You know a lot of yeah. stuff. I got a uh, right now. Uh, I got a couple joints on the uh, thirteen hundred hours to fame. Uh, 
I got a, a joint called a Mamba Mug. Kobe, my favorite basketball player ever. So oh, you, know yeah? I had to, you know I had to represent for my bro Kobe. And, a, and another thing I'm doing on Be Legendary is we bringing back the spoken word. We bringing back them spoken word skits. And oh, the, yeah? So I got to, I, I recently. Spend some poetry on there? Sometimes I just be, uh, sometimes I just be in my thoughts sometimes just jotting some things down. And uh, okay. I turned a lot of them. We probably going to have at least like, you know, three, four spoken word skits on there. You know. All right. Th- but they also going to go with the song. It's like most of them will come before the song, you know. Just to give it a nice little vibe, like three, four spoken word you know, right. skits. So, you know, we looking at a nice little like. 12, 12 to 13 track project, okay. maybe even more. You know, once we once we get everything done and we can really just sit down and I can have Sid in there with me, I can have JC, D Lane, we all just sit down and decide what we want to do. You know, it's going to be a dope project. You definitely going to be ready for them bars. Beats are sounding crazy and just like my wordplay is getting better. Like, that's one thing I've been working on as well, just getting my wordplay right. You know, trying not to repeat words, trying to like broaden my topics about stuff that I talk about. Right. Like, cause I I noticed sometimes like, I feel like when I started rapping out here in Pittsburgh, a lot of people was like, "Man, we want you to uh be so hip hop." And then I dropped a song called All Night. All is not like all. I dropped this. I dropped a song called All Night. It was on you know my project Gift to the okay. Streets. And people was like, "Oh man, you don't make music. You don't. You ain't supposed to make music like that. You a hip hop dude. Like they just trying to place me in one. They trying to just box you. Trying to make yeah, me complacent. Man. You know. But- you go off vibes, man. You off with. You. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. People try to. If you're you're if you say you're like a, like a you're come off as like a lyrical hip hop artist, they try to put you in this box to where you gotta make all style. you make is lyrical hip hop. That's the only shit you can make. You can't go. You go off a of vibe. You might go to the studio. You feel like you said before. You might feel like okay, I left the club. I feel I'm I'm a I'm an MC, but I'm in a party type vibe. Your vibe reflects what type of music you record. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, never yeah, always be always experiment with different sounds. I I definitely do. Whether it be DJing or doing a show, whatever, I always experiment with it might not hit. It might be a miss. But I'd rather try it to see what happens or how the outcome yeah. of it and then I'd be like, okay, I'm af- I mean, being afraid to try some shit. Nah. Yeah. Always experiment with sounds and, you know, different types of music. So So yeah, that's um, a- a lot of stuff I've been, you know, be legendary is coming up. You know, we got a lot of stuff that we're okay. working on. You know, visuals. You got the vlog series. All right. You know, just I'm definitely here to promote, man. Trying to become <laughs> trying know. to become a more established artist in 2017. Okay. If I feel like I could be way more established than I am. All right. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm def I'm definitely I'm definitely help you out with the promotional process, man. Like I got you. Just, just shoot me whatever, I man. I got you, bro. Yeah. Um. Who would you say? Well, getting into this, um, I always ask everybody, everybody this question. I'm trying to, but it's always different quest answers. But um, who would you say? Who would you say was like your favorite hip hop album of all time? Like, if you if 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 you can only pick one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh man, damn! <laughs> Everybody's always like, damn. But if gotta I had, do if it I to, had to pick, yeah, one album, just top the, favorite one album. You can only pick like for this two for a lifetime. That's it. Diplomatic diplomatic community. Okay, why why would you okay, why why would you pick Dipset? Like why? They changed the game. The way they came into like the way they came in, Jewels was nice. Like, even though they're going through the shit that they're going through now, I just want them niggas to realize, like, I know y'all might not ever hear this shit, but if y'all if y'all so happy to just come across my interview, I wanna say the the Jimmy and Cam, like man, I don't even fuck with that shit that y'all got going on right now. That shit is corny. Y'all niggas changed the game. If you want to talk about a group that was nice, all them niggas, J.R. Ryder, Hell Rail, like just I'm just naming my favorites. It was at the top. There was, there was, was at the top of the there game. Was so like, they many. ran the mixtape game, man. They was then. they was grinding like just the album the album that they was putting out. Like what what's the uh what's the one song on there, man? The beat is so fire, man. Uh, 
Which album are you talking about? I think you talking about Dip, 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 so many songs um, on there, man. Like Dipset Anthem, man. That shit could come on to this day. You could put Dipset out. You could put Dipset Anthem on in the club, and the club's gonna go bananas. It don't matter who the fuck it is. Like if if I if I ever make, it, I got a playlist. I have. Sid don't even know this. If I make it, I have a playlist of songs that I plan to vibe out and turn up to if I make it. If I if I finally get to that point where I'm riding in a and I'm riding in a nice ass whip, you know, with my peoples and shit, man, we gonna put dips out after the morning. We just gonna chill and we just gonna vibe out. Right. That song, it's just anthem music. That's why I love that mix. It was anthem music. All them niggas was going hard. You could even go back, like when it come to Dipset, look at they rap city freestyle. All them niggas was nice. All them niggas had nice albums. Right. They changed. They changed the game for me because it was like, man, I always, I always got big. I got big love for New York City. I've been. We've been to New York City a couple times, and I just feel like that's one of them cities where, man, we had a taxi driver tell us the one time we was in New York. He was like, man, uh, he said I do taxi, got a job, and I do a little bit of shit on the side I don't want to talk about. But he's like, <laughs> right. living in New York City, if you make it here, you can, you gotta, re- you gotta really grind. You really got to grind. Yeah. I feel like they was in, and, and then just going through the cities, like one, two spots I really favor in New York is Harlem and Brooklyn. Always, like you, you always watched it in the movie. You right. seen, you seen Paid in Full. You seen all right. these different little movies and stuff, man. But just to see dudes that really repped Harlem, them niggas was really repping Harlem. They was, they wasn't on some shit where I'm going to rep this city. No, I remember, they was really repping Harlem and they, they embodied what, what a group should sound like. Them in the locks. I wish I wish I wish you could give me a couple albums. I wish I could have got a couple albums that I could I could have named, but like you know, just this Dipset changed the game for me because it was like they was they was really spitting. Yeah, they did, man. Like, they, 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 they had hold, so many hits, man. They, we built this city. What's really good? And Dipset the produ- anthem. The production. The production. Yeah. Oh my god! It, 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 it's like the production was so crazy. You feel like nowadays it's like they got these eight oh eights and this and that, man. But Just Blaze, Kanye was oh, producing man. it, and and we talking about we talking about Just Blaze in his prime. Yeah. In his prime, there was so many hot records that was coming out. It, it was crazy. Dipset, Mun- Dipset, Diplomatic Immunity came out. Then Jewels dropped the album. That's another for me to you is one right. of one of another one of my top ten favorite albums of all time. It's like just that group in general. They was really talking. I wish Jewels would have took rap a little bit more seriously. Yeah, than he, he, did. he on the he on the reality show TV yeah, shit now. But, I'm know, like, but them niggas when was getting, when's the album at, bro? They was getting, <laughs> but you gotta realize back in them days they was getting so much money. Yeah, they was getting so they, they was doing a little bit of everything. Them niggas was still in the streets. Them mm-hmm. niggas was uh, they was killing the game. They was killing the game. So if I could listen to one album for the rest of my life, and it's a double disc, <laughs> right, right, it's a double disc album. I could listen to like I'd be in the gym at night. Like sometimes if I'm in the gym alone, man, I'll put on that diplomatic community, man. Stole my headphones in, man. Like right. shit, Dipset Anthem got me through them sprints today. I was running in the gym, man. Like right, all right, man. Um, guess that's it. I don't want to hold y'all too long. I want to get you down here for like an interview. I mean, we've been talking about this shit for a minute. It's yeah. definitely gonna be the last time after your project come out. We gotta talk again. Yeah. Um, but you do you have a set day for your project, or you it's still um, in the working right, still I'm, in the making right now? I'm getting better at that this year. I'm not really releasing a, a, a set date or anything. It's okay. Just, we in the process of it. You know, summer it's, summertime. We'll be out towards you know the summertime. I'm not. Naming which month is gonna be out, okay. but I'm just I ain't trying to jinx myself. I, right. We've been we kind we got like a little person we got little personal deadlines that we came up with, but right now I'm just I'm just enjoying the vibe. I'm grinding. I'm just living life. All right, man. All right, man. Well, it was good meeting up with you. Nice um, meeting up with you too. Um, like I said, man, you if you dropping any joints like as far as like the promotional process, I'm definitely here, man. I can definitely you trying to I can definitely hold you down. I'll definitely hold you down, man. I, I love what you're doing with the music. So, like, hit me up. Definitely hit me, bro. I, got I promote you. whatever you need, man. 
Got you, got you. But um, yeah, man. It was nice sitting down with you. Um, definitely do this again, man. All Definitely. right. All right. This is an Indie Creative Network production.